to start off, I've got actually a shitty poem that I wrote in like two minutes. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I took inspiration from a previously written poem. Twas the night before the NFL schedule release. Oh, yes. Because the schedule comes out later. Everyone was at work, except for poor Baker. <laughs> Would the Cowboys be on national TV? It was quite the caper. Most likely, because the NFL recycles content more than Annie Ager. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Came around with the punchline yeah, at the yeah, end. That's good, that's good. Uh, welcome back to the Goose Egg Sports Podcast, which is the most poetic podcast this side of the Great Lakes. I'm Matt, a.k.a. Dr. Strange without a doctorate. Mr. Strange, basically. And I'm joined by Jared, a.k.a. Skip Bayless Jr. Yes, I respect him. He (laughs) uh, he is in his bag lately on Twitter. Mm. He does not know what to do with himself since LeBron has been out of the news for so long. Yeah, it's like he wishes LeBron was in the playoffs. 100%. Deep down inside. Maybe not deep down. No, he 100% wishes he does because it's without... LeBron, without Tebow, without the Cowboys, he is completely out of his element right now. He doesn't know what to do. His his three pillars are gone. Exactly. Three pillars of content are just out the window. Like you could just tell when you're watching him debate about like the Suns or Luca or Joel Embiid. He just doesn't care. He's just like on his phone, just like texting or whatever. What? Oh, yeah. No, it's fine. (laughs) He's so lost out there. I feel so bad for him. Oh, really? You feel bad for him? From everything we hear about Skip from, like, his peers, everyone says he's a great guy. Yeah. Which does, like, cause me to pause a little bit about judging him. Because if everyone's saying he's a great guy, I'm assuming he is. But just the fact he's made his living off of being a a troll. troll, Yeah. Something doesn't sit right with me about that. I mean, his thousands and thousands of dollars he's made. I mean, that really band-aids the believe it or not i think it's millions and millions not if that millions yeah it's definitely millions he's i mean he just got that huge bag last year yeah and i think people love watching him debate i I think he's missing Stephen a he really misses him yeah and i think Stephen a misses him too i i do want when they retire i would love that for them to do one big like reunion show i hope espn and fox let that happen they will their contracts will expire or something will happen and you think they'll just go do a podcast together or something no but they'll definitely have at least like one episode of something at some point i think so too i always kind of thought because i thought there was rumors that skip was going to retire a few years ago Mm -hmm. and i thought for sure they would let like Stephen a come on and do like one last tebow debate or something like i don't know what the topic would be well i think they got to time it out like if the cowboys are in the super bowl then you bring Stephen a on yeah or something like that it needs to be a big event that would be hilarious because Stephen a is the cowboy hater too yeah or maybe for lebron's like hall of fame induction Mm -hmm. or or something like like that his last retirement game or something yeah for lebron's last game they got to get Stephen a and skip together one last time and then they have like they'll have like wrestler entrances to like debate that would be phenomenal you know that one clip of like Stephen a like wearing the cowboys hat like mm-hmm. slapping hands it'll be something like that they need <laughs> and, and skip, pyro and skip will just come out doing that same pose he does in his instagram photos where he's yeah. just like this like i can't lose <laughs> oh, any yeah. shoes he's gotta do it shirtless too that they should both have to be a shirtless <laughs> let's just let's just turn into wrestling at this point it's a couple guys shirtless debating lebron Debate. cowboys. what is more male than that <laughs> yeah too much I, well apparently they were trying Stephen A. really was trying to get Skip to come back last year when Skip's contract was up, and that's why Skip's price shot up so high from Fox Sports. Stephen A. was making a huge push to get Skip back. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so I think that would have been really interesting. I'm honestly shocked they haven't just gone off and done their own thing together. But I guess they both get a bag from their right. uh, company. And it's cushy. Like, they just have to show up. They don't have to, like, 
make any phone calls to set anything up. They can just show up. And That's talk. very true. Imagine those two trying to set up a podcast remote together. Oh, no, that would not work. <laughs> like, I, they don't even know how to work Zoom, probably. Stephen A., I can see you, but I cannot hear you. <laughs> yeah. Are you on mute? This, <laughs> have you been silenced the same way that Dak Prescott has been silenced <laughs> in the fourth quarter by his inept coaching from Mike McCarthy? <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Yeah. That is my best Skip Bayless impression. That was a good one. People say I look like Skip Bayless Jr., especially you in do. that one TikTok where I was hating on LeBron and people thought it was serious. <laughs> a lot of people said, holy shit, Skip Bayless had a son. <laughs> and I see it, especially when I have my long hair. Mm-hmm. It, I definitely look like a mini Skip Bayless. Well, hopefully you don't age as poorly as he has. He's got a lot of wrinkles. He's way older than you think, though. How old is he? He's like, I think I think he's late 70s. No shit. I think so. He's, he's really old. Skip. But he, he works age. out every single day. I yeah. listened. Oh, oh, he's just seven. So he's just 70. Late 60s. Early 70s, I could argue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he said in his podcast, I just watched this clip yesterday. He said he has not missed a day of cardio since 1998. I don't believe him. Why not? I don't know. He's I, ripped. Look, look at my shirt. I don't picture. disagree with that, but there's probably a couple days he's missed. I don't know. Anybody that says that, I haven't missed a day, blah, blah, blah. They've missed that. They've missed it. They've missed at least a day. Yeah. He only only eats chicken and rice and he eats one. I know way too much about Skip Bayless's (laughs) life, but he eats chicken, rice, and broccoli every single day for every single meal, except for on Friday nights, him and his wife split one piece of pizza. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's such a. He's never drank alcohol in his life. Such a boring diet. He's never done drugs. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> he literally just gets his fuel from hating on LeBron. He does an hour of cardio every single day, he says. And he said his one vice is diet Mountain Dew. Oh, that is a big vice. Well, that's because him and Shannon like gamble that on the show now when they bet on games. They gamble. <laughs> you just, actually like, watch it? I, I went through a huge when I was working my last job, <laughs> I listened to every single episode of oh. Undisputed and then followed by the herd. Just because I was writing memes for a scrapbooking company. I needed something just to keep my brain going. And that was like mindless yet entertaining enough that I could do it. Right. And then you'd peak with the herd. Yep. I would end my days with the herd. That's the best. Uh, oh, it was because the, the podcast would come out like consequentially. Yeah, yeah. So like I would right after lunch, I go right into undisputed, listen to that. <laughs> and I would listen to the full herd, which is like the three hour long show. And like the whole, the whole third hour is basically the first hour repeated. I don't know why I did it. Yeah. You had nothing else to listen to. Pretty much. Yeah. But you have no gods to no other gods to listen to. It was my only deities. <laughs> Big Fox Sports one your, uh, stand yeah, over here. Your vice is uh, Colin Coward, like Diet Mountain Dew as for Skip. Pretty much. Yeah. But, oh, my God, I definitely got dumber during that phase of my life. Yeah. Like, all my sports opinions just sounded exactly like theirs. And you're always like, yelling your sports opinions. Pretty much. And I was just listening to them debate the same topics every day. I don't know why I did it. It just became, like, a comfort thing to me. Yeah. But during football season – Quite literally, the craziest thing could happen, and they would lead with the Cowboys beating Washington. <laughs> yeah, by like 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, and they would even just like admit it, like, a lot of crazy things happen in the sun in Sunday, but first, let's talk about Skip's Cowboys. Yeah, and then like the bottom line would read like, is Dak Prescott MVP? Question mark. Yeah, yeah, the topics they would choose just to find some way to talk about the Cowboys. It was ridiculous. Should they bench Ezekiel Elliott? Yep, I knew every twist and turn of the Cowboys that year. <laughs> All right. Uh, We'll talk football a little bit later. First, let's cruise through, update the NBA playoffs a little bit. Uh, Bucks versus Celtics are up tonight. That series is tied 2-2. The Bucks absolutely blew game three. And Al Horford has come to life randomly. Yeah, he's like a second wind, it seems like. It's so bizarre. I thought he was beyond done. Mm -hmm. I was surprised he was still in the league. 
Yeah, same. Yeah. I thought for sure he'd be Gonzo, but he just has such a big contract that I think like people have to play him. And the th- funny thing is, is, like big men back in the day used to have a, like, a longer career. Yeah, but nowadays it's like three point shooters, like the JJ Reddicks of the world. I mean, not JJ Reddick, but like if you're able to shoot the three, you have a longer career, and it's pretty amazing to see a Horford, a bigger man who could shoot a little bit, have something. not not crazy amount, but yeah, yeah. But like he's extended his career like with like old school style basketball. Almost. Speaking of big men, have you been keeping up with the Rudy Gobert Shaq beef right uh, now? Rudy Gobert basically was like coming out and saying he could beat Shaq one on one, like if they're both in their primes. Mm. Or he, he never said you'd beat him. He said he could lock him down. So like hold him to like twenty points instead of thirty points. There has yeah, there hasn't really been a clarification of what he meant, but he's come out multiple times and said he could lock Shaq down in his prime. Shaq is just so much stronger than Rudy. Rudy's Shaq got the just, length. Yeah, he does. I think Shaq's got too too much power. And are we sure Rudy's a great one-on-one defender? We always see him like in a team setting. Right. And also, it's just it's such a weird thing. One-on-one is not true basketball. Especially with big men like that. Exactly. Because yeah. you know what Shaq, like the move is going to be every time. It's going to back you down. Spin, yeah. Shaq or... wasn't a very versatile player. No, he was always in the paint. Yeah, it was just strength. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting. Like, does Shaq just get like 10 tries to score and see how many times Rudy can stop him? Rudy might have a point if it's like one-on-one, like a basic one-on-one situation. Like, yeah ball top of the key see what happens i don't think it's crazy i still think shaq would win but i don't think it's as crazy obviously shaq's gonna say he he would destroy he was trying to play it cool last night on inside the nba Mm -hmm. he's like i'm not gonna like get into beef i'm too old for that but it's time for you young (laughs) boys to step up and get better so (laughs) i'm not gonna get into beef proceeds to get in beef a (laughs) hundred percent but i love charles barkley was just chanting rudy the entire segment that's good just work that just works out perfectly yeah it writes itself yeah, I do wonder. There's, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, obviously, like Joel Embiid probably has a better chance of stopping Shaq. Yeah, just with the shooting or Giannis like or something like that. Yeah, you just have to stay at the top of the key. Have you been watching those? Uh, I think it's Bleacher Reports doing that series where it's like an, an animated series where they're taking like players and putting them in a one-on-one situation. I heard about one of them with Draymond and Draymond and Dennis Rodman. It's more of a comedy thing. It's not a real thing, but. It fills that like void in my heart that Game of Zones left. Did you ever watch the Game of Zones? Mm-hmm. I the, heard about it. Those are really good too. Bleacher Report does a good job with like NBA fictional content, which mm-hmm. is a very niche market. Right. But I enjoy it. Uh Jason Tatum might officially be him. He's a true superstar, <laughs> I think, at this point. He's really good. Yeah. How many who do you think in the league is an actual superstar? Because we throw that term around a ton. I think there should only be like probably Five or six super like superstars, maybe uh, ten. I, I don't think there's a number. I yeah, think it just depends. I think like what would you say qualifies a superstar? One NBA final championship. Okay. One MVP. At least five All Star games. Yeah, I would say that, and I think they uh, kind of transcend the brand of the team they're on. So, what would you say Jokic would be a superstar? I don't think he is. But he, he should be. He, though. But yeah, he's a two-time MVP at this point. He just doesn't have like that personality to be. Because I, I think the personality matters. I think the superstars in the league right now are LeBron, Giannis, KD, Steph. God, that might, I'm, there's probably someone I'm forgetting. Embiid might be there. Like would you say, uh, Butler, probably not. He's close. Very close. Yeah. Dame Lillard, I don't think he's he's really close, close as well. Because yeah. I think I think the brand matters a lot more almost than the like actual like playing ability does. Yeah, and then you need that right personality too. And you need to star in a shitty movie, probably also. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Or a, a terrible commercial line. Yep. 
you need like one of those. Does Giannis Giannis isn't in a movie yet, is he? I'm sure he will be. He's probably, definitely been. Well, in a, he's definitely cameoed somewhere. I don't know how the Grease box office works, but he's probably in a movie. <laughs> he's definitely in some straight to DVD movie somewhere. Yeah, I think KD was the same way. Yeah, KD he, was in a shitty movie. Like Thunderstruck, I think that was so called. So bad. It was very bad. It was definitely found in Walmart bins for $5. <laughs> Pick three for 15 Who else? And then LeBron, obviously. LeBron, Space Jam. I mean, LeBron's been in great movies. No. Critically acclaimed. Yeah, he's been in a couple. Yeah. He's also got a new movie with Ab Sandler coming out. Or he's producing. I think he's just producing that yeah. one. That movie, I didn't think looks good. That trailer was a little iffy to me. I'm a big Adam Sandler guy, so I think I'll be good. Are you? I, I've never bought into the hype. I really? like I like his off camera stuff more than I like his on camera stuff. Uncut Gems was pretty good though. Very good movie. Yes. Very. very I'll give him that, but I just can't forgive him for like the grown ups era of stuff. I think it's fine. I know what he's doing. It's it's obviously it's just a cash grab, and I think there's no shame in that. And I didn't hate Hubie Halloween. I don't. I, didn't, I don't think I saw it. The Halloween movie. Is it great? I liked it. Okay. I don't know. That's all that matters, <laughs> yeah. I, su- I suppose. Not every movie has to be great to be enjoyable. I have all people should know that. Yeah, because you don't watch movies. I know. I got to get better at it. I'm going to try and do one a month. <laughs> <laughs> one a month? <laughs> Maybe one a week, like on a Sunday night or something like that this summer. Yeah, I watch like a couple a week. I could do one. I just don't have the attention span. It's so bad. But you'll watch an entire series of something, won't you? Not. I watch one TV series a year. Okay. And that's pushing it. Gotcha. Like, if anything, I'll just go back and like rewatch Breaking Bad if I can't find a show that year to mm. like. But the last yeah. show I really got into was fuck, Workaholics maybe. <laughs> and that counts, but it doesn't really count. Workaholics isn't a show. Workaholics is just a brain melt. <laughs> yeah. It literally it was during cor- it was during quarantine. I was when I was watching it, and my head would start to hurt like three episodes in. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. It is, but it's mean. fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's very dumb. Great yeah. show though. Anyway, Celtics. Yeah. Um, I think they it's a close series. They need to keep outgridding the Bucks. I think the Bucks will find a way to win this series. They definitely should have last game. This is obviously I mean two two. This is obviously a huge game coming up tonight. Well, that must no sh- yeah, no shit. Have you seen that one comedian who does that bit about uh seven game series and asking t- players if it's a must win? Oh, I haven't seen that. It's really good. I, I wish I knew the name so we could pull it up, but there's a stand up comedian. He does a bit where he's like I love seven game series because then reporters get to not ask my favorite question in basketball. Is this a must win? <laughs> yeah. and like game one? No. Game two? No, not really. Game three? A little bit. No. Yeah. Game four? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's a really good bit. If I could find it, I'll like throw the link in here or something. But I think the Bucks win this series. Uh, second game tonight, Warriors versus Grizzly. Ja seems like he's out for the postseason. Yeah, this series is done. Yep. I think, I think the Warriors end it tonight. It seems like they don't like the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. They they like they're playing with this per they're playing personally so I think they yeah I think they win tonight I think the Grizzlies are just gonna be too deflated after the jaw news sorry Tyler yep sorry Tyler your your uh dream season ends tonight <laughs> uh, I think Warriors win tonight and they'll be n- nice and rested for the next series yeah uh we got Heat versus 76ers Heat are up three two the Sixers got shit rocked last night shit rocked 120 to 85 and it was kind of like it wasn't really a must win game because they started off down 2-0 but they had a chance to win and then get a closeout game at home tomorrow night and they did not do that they got destroyed destroyed on every aspect of the game so if like the Sixers lose this series where do they go from here I was just gonna ask that because they have us they haven't made it past the second round since AI they have this weird ceiling and they've 
like reinvented this team so many times. Yeah, it's like Joel how many Embiid. times can you like reboot, do the process over and over again? It's like Joel Embiid, like the common denominator for. Like, does he it? just have a ceiling? And it's weird because he always has some injury this around this time. Like it's always just bad yeah, luck. He breaks his face. They tried it with Ben Simmons. They've tried it with like Danny Green. They tried it with Jimmy Butler. They have it with James Harden now. It's just it's very weird. They just have this ceiling that they can't get past. I don't get it either. I don't know if like if I'm the GM of the Sixers, I don't know. Daryl Morey. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck to do. Because yeah, I mean they can't trade. Like who are they going to trade for? That's going to change things at this point. James Harden might not even be back next year. Yeah, they, they kind of went all in on this year because his contract expires this year. Yeah. So I don't really understand. I, I don't know. It's gut check time for them for sure. I think they're going to be memed the fuck out of if they lose tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. I think there's always that one team in the playoffs that just gets roasted by memes. Maybe it was the Nets already. Maybe it's already passed. But I think that is one of the best parts about the NBA culture is we NBA Twitter knows how to hate on someone yes. when they fuck up. Yes. I think yeah, that's my roasted. favorite third part of the NBA. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if the Sixers can figure it out. Also, like this is Doc Rivers. I think this is his second year with the Sixers now. He's, I, he might be the common denominator too. Like he hasn't had. I mean, he, I think he's the most overrated coach in yes. sports. By he's far. up there. He's up there because he had one good year with the Celtics, obviously. Yeah. And he's, then he only has one championship, right? And then but he has had three jobs. He gets like a really long. He gets longevity. I think players really like him. That might be why. Yeah. But he does not win a lot. I don't get it. I don't know what they need. Like he keeps getting these jobs with like the Clippers and the Sixers. I mean, he's probably that. the most. Second most famous coach in the whole league mm-hmm. behind Pop. It's weird. I don't get it either. Maybe he's just bad at making adjustments or something like that. Or like, but he's well, always had talent too. Yeah, he just doesn't really do a whole lot with it. Yeah, exactly. He does He does not elevate. Yeah, I agree. So, good luck, Sixers. They, they're fighting for their lives tomorrow night. It'll be very interesting to see because I could see them pulling it out or I could see an epic collapse. I could see them getting blown out again. I think they're done. Stick a fork in them. I think so, too. All right. And then the last series, Suns versus Mavericks. Suns are up 3-2. Booker and Luka do not like each other. There was a couple (laughs) moments last night where they were, like, shoving each other around. Mm -hmm. They're kind of the antithesis of each other. Like, Booker doesn't always have great numbers, but he helps the team win. And Luka always has phenomenal numbers, but his team doesn't always win. Right. Kind of interesting to see. I think we're set for a Suns versus Warriors Western Conference Finals, and I think I would take the Suns in seven. (sighs) It'll be a fun one. I yeah, think the Suns. Shooting. I think the Suns win this series. I think they close out this next game. I don't think. I think the Mavericks have outplayed like what they're capable of. They're just not a, not very deep. Not as deep as the Suns. And I know I have a Luca card up here, but I'm just I still am not a huge Luca guy. I can't figure out why. Yeah. I think it's just because he complains to the ref so much. Mm-hmm. But then my other card there's a LeBron one. Some people have that same criticism of LeBron. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about complaining to the refs a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think LeBron does it as much as people people say he does. Well, he does. You think? He'll walk up the court and still bitch at the ref when the other team's going for a fast break. I mean, he's 37. He can't oh be chasing. He can't I be chasing. He can't be he's chasing down save, fast breaks. He's trying to save his energy for defense or what offense. Or yeah, he can't be chasing down fast breaks all the time. Should be. Do you actually believe that? Do you think players should be uh, hustling every single play? Not every Like, if it's fucking, I don't know, you're like way below 500 and whatever, then yeah. not. Which the Lakers were this year. Yeah, exactly. So this year he has an excuse for it. Well, just, and he's the leader, and he should be like leading by example and like hustling and shit like that 
That is a part of it. I would agree with that. Because it's just bad. It, it just I think the worst look was after the J.R. Smith blunder. Le- LeBron was very checked out of that overtime. Yeah, yeah. But like in his defense, he just dropped. He just probably had. I think that's the greatest game in NBA history. LeBron's fifty-one point game that game one. Mm-hmm. I just watched the highlights like earlier this week. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> and but he that overtime he. Literally didn't record a single stat, if I remember correctly. He got way he, too focused on that one error. And he, yeah, like on the sideline, he like kind of threw a temper tantrum after JR fucked up. Yeah. Which maybe you could argue rightfully so, but it's also at the same time, it's in the past. You got to move on. And if you're supposedly the greatest player ever, you've got to recover from that. Yeah. Which a lot easier said in hindsight than yes. in the moment or whatever, yes. but it is what it is. So you're probably a big Giannis guy because Giannis hustles all the time. I don't mind Giannis. Did I, shoot. did I show you that Bill Simmons clip or whatever where they were talking about how Giannis is at the peak of likability right now? Because who dislikes yeah, Giannis in the true. world? The downfall is going to be hard. The downfall is coming because it happens with every single NBA star. Mm-hmm. LeBron was there before he left for Miami. KD was definitely there before he left for Golden State. Yes. Like his uh, you're the real MVP speech to his mom. Oh, peak. Everyone loved him. Steph was there before they got KD. But the thing with Steph is kind of funny. It's like, okay, nobody hates this guy. What the fuck's going on? It was weird. It was very <laughs> yeah. eerie. But then, like, then people were like, oh, yeah, we should probably hate this I think, guy. I think people just wanted to be different in the media, and they yes. just found... I remember Nick Wright did a big expose about why he hates Steph Curry and the Warriors. That was before they got KD, even. He just called them front runners and stuff. Yeah. Just, and it was just because they were squashing LeBron. It's just funny. Like, hey, we don't hate this guy yet. We should probably start hating this guy for whatever reason. And I think that's coming soon for Giannis. I just can't imagine what the reason will be. Like, I, like he, I think he'd have to, like, switch teams or do something. Or, like, he'll go to, like, Chick-fil-A and just order grilled nuggets or something. He did that already, didn't he? Yeah, but but I was like... This, oh, but this time we're just going to be... Yeah, this time is... Cause, because you can't really pick on anything in his game. Like he's not cocky at all or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I like think something's gonna change, but something will change soon. I think sometime in the ne- within the next year, his villain arc will have started, or we'll just at least have a subset of people who hate Giannis. So what you recommend is sell your Giannis stock now. Be cool in terms of likability, but it'll come back up. But like to be cool, like you yes, start, start yeah. Be the guy in your friend group who <laughs> hates Giannis for no reason right now. Be different. Be the Kyrie Irving of your friend group. <laughs> And hate on stuff for no reason. Yeah. Go on Grand Theft Auto online for some reason. Why was that the game he was playing either? It's still an active community. Is it? Yeah. I gotta get back into it. I love GTA. No, don't do it. It's spammed to hell. Is it? You get killed all the time. It's not that fun. Well, I wouldn't let myself get killed. Well, isn't there like a you. deep like role playing community or something Probably. like that where people? I've seen like clips where people like play it dead ass seriously. Like where the cops will like pull people over and they'll like yeah, yeah, send in that. like license plate numbers and walk up and like arrest people and you're supposed to take it like super seriously well, yeah, they don't like sports so like how we like imagine storylines in our head for madden they do a gta exactly that sounds fun kind of i should get into that yeah but there's no like cool storylines you can do yeah eventually just i think i would get so bored because everyone does that thing where they just drive around and follow traffic laws in gta for a bit mm-hmm, like that. you just get that bored but then eventually you're just like, all right, I need to fuck something up. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm well behaved enough to go live the Sims in a video game format <laughs> where you can also have a bazooka. Yeah, I gotta go to a strip club. Exactly. Get my mind off things. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. I need to go fucking unplug. That was the best when you were younger. You'd the like, strip clubs. Yeah, GTA Vice City. Dude, my fucking <laughs> freshman year of college. There was one weekend where like, you know what? We need to be sober. We need to be good. So we invited all the boys over and we just went to the GTA strip club and watched <laughs> dead sober. I don't oh know God. why we did it. I hate we that. just needed something to do because we were so bored. It was the Saturday night of like the sober weekend. We just didn't know what to do. 
And so we originally did that for a little bit. They're like, all right, now this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so then we put on uh, Halo and we were all playing Halo together and getting really loud. And a group of girls like knocked on our door oh. and was like, hey, are you guys having a party in here? And they came in and we we're all just sweaty and playing Halo. And they're like, oh, never mind. It closed the door. Oh, no. We never had questioned like our life oh. more than that moment. And that's when you cracked a beer open and you're like, all right, we got to end the sober. I think we did. I yeah. honestly think we, gra- we gra- <laughs> like started drinking at that point. It was so funny. I remember that so vividly. Got to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, man. Right next to my Glenn Quagmire poster I probably had up oh, on the wall. Oh, cringe. Yeah, I, I didn't have a personality at that point. I, I still don't. That's true. Or, and then next to your Boondock Saints poster? Never had one of those. Oh, I had a Quagmire. I had a, <laughs> I had a, I think an Eminem one at one point. Like the candy? or The rapper. Okay. Uh, like the Eminem rapper, like a candy rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that. What did you have on your wall? Um, I didn't really had nothing. I bet you had Pulp Fiction. I had no post. I never really had posters growing up. Really? Never. Not I had. Really, a, I can't really think of any. In my honest. childhood bedroom, I had a Brett Favre fathead that I got for Christmas. That oh, is still up to this day in that room. Fatheads were like the biggest Christmas present you could possibly get for a hot minute. And no one does them anymore, right? No, it was they like, just stand out. They're so ugly, kind of. But it was like for like what six to 12 year olds love they were on every commercial of like nfl network espn they were on every single commercial and the idea was you could just have a life-sized they were never life-sized man on your wall and they weren't ever life-sized they were supposed to be (laughs) life-sized five feet tall yeah they're they're like (laughs) my brett Favre one i think is like three or five feet and it's just it's basically like a png like transparent image (laughs) of them just in the middle of a pose it's it's very bizarre i remember the first few nights with my brett Favre one I couldn't really sleep because he's like staring in your <laughs> yeah. soul. You have a life size, almost life size adult man looking at you. Yeah. Dead, the deadest eyes possible. <laughs> but it, those commercials made them look like the coolest yeah. possible thing you could ever imagine. Yeah, you just throw it on a bigger fucking wall. You got Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who wouldn't want Peyton Manning <laughs> mid snap staring at you in your soul as you're trying to get some shut eye? I never understood it. They obviously had I'm surprised. Ones. I kind of thought you would have one. No, I didn't. I was always too scared of them. Too life size. <laughs> they were too too big. Yeah. Too fat of heads. <laughs> too fat of heads for me. Couldn't uh, do it. Speaking of big headed and kind of creepy, round of applause for Tom Brady, everybody. Good for him for getting a win for once in his life. Yes. He announced that he signed a 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox Sports to be their leading analyst whenever he does retire. Yeah. That's more than double what Tony Romo is making with his huge deal. Is it a guaranteed contract? I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. It's more than he's made playing football, like yeah. by 75 million. I think he's made 300 million playing football so far, and just like on the field. Right. But seven more than that, more than double. I do you think he's going to be a good announcer? I don't know, because Joe Montana also had a big deal mm-hmm. out of the league, and he was not a great announcer. I don't think he will either. I, when I, I see know. Tom Brady, I don't think of someone who oozes personality. Yeah. And we didn't really think that way with Tony Romo either. Mm-hmm. So he could maybe surprise us. He'll make like those f- funny little quips during the game. Yeah. Like he'll like, I don't know. This is an example. Like Josh Allen will throw like a deep 80 yard touchdown. And then like, Tom Brady will say something like, well, I guess there's more than one goat in the, st- in the stadium tonight. He'll do something like that. He his humor doesn't sit well with me. The, same, yeah. The TikToks he makes 
are just cringy to me. It just feels like he's trying to get in on every single conversation possible where he doesn't need to be there. Mm. And I think he's just trying to let off steam from his New England days a little bit where he just had to be bottled up. Yeah, repressed. And now he's kind of like the awkward kid who was homeschooled forever and now he's like in college yeah. and he just doesn't know how to make like real he doesn't know how to make jokes right he's got very like scientologist vibes to me especially if you look at his team pictures like the official team pictures for the last few years his eyes have gotten wider and wider every <laughs> single year too much tb12 the last one he's the last one he did he straight up looks like a serial killer <laughs> yeah. it's his eyes are so wide i don't think he's gonna be a good announcer either i mean i'm sure he'll work at it because i'm sure he'll get like He's obviously a really hard worker. I'm sure he'll care about it a little bit at least. Mm -hmm. But I just, I don't see it personally. And I also kind of thought it was a little weird that he is going to announcing. I kind of thought he'd be not necessarily above that, but. Yeah, well, money talks. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Fox at this point is just straight up paying for. Skip Bayless and Tom Brady. Yeah, they're they're proving that they're paying for talent. They're going to have the same cubicle right by each other. (laughs) <laughs> Do you think? I hope I pray to God that Fox Sports has a, a typical office setup. Cow, do you see Cowherd already like did a uh, he did a video like congratulating Tom and welcoming him to the team? It's on his Instagram. He literally did it. He's easily like walking with my wife here in Italy. He's on vacation this oh, week. He's like walking with my deserved. yeah. He's like walking with my wife here in Italy. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to my new teammate Tom Brady. I always kind of thought we'd be teammates. But I kind of assumed I would end up being a slot receiver. Now that you join me, welcome to Fox. Nice. I think you'll like it. That's very classy. Very classy by Colin. He's probably three Pinot Grigios deep. And like, yeah. And Colin's probably talking to manager, like, let me give Tom the tour of the building. Let Please. Yeah. <laughs> let me show him the break room. <laughs> yeah. We got to do some sort of big happy hour or something afterwards. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see. Who knows when we'll see it. It'll probably be... I don't know. Do you think Tom plays for more than one or two more years? I kind of think it's just this year. I think this year might be the last year. I, I think say so that, too. I say that now, and I'm probably wrong, but I feel like this is the last year. I think he just wants to do one more, too. Yeah. And who? we'll see if he's... I'm sure he'll be good. I mean, the writing's quite literally on the wall. I just really hope we don't have to go through the whole retirement celebration again. Like, I hope we don't have to redo, like, videos. Oh, we will. I think we, oh, will. we will. I think I'll just tune out. Hopefully, or they might just like repackage them from a year before. Just added some, repost it. <laughs> just added some highlights. Yeah, yeah. Not even the cinematic ones, just straight up from the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that will probably happen. I will say, I think I'm actively cheering against him to win the Super Bowl. I don't think I can stand those storylines. I can't do it. I can't have him win. It's again. We've talked about it when he unretired. It just felt like. The story had kind of ended a little perfectly. I, I think we were all yeah, ready. We, had, we, we had, were all ready to move on. We had all the little videos we watched. We we, we were accepting. And yeah, we read the letters. Yep. We did the whole, oh, he didn't mention the Patriots. Oh, maybe he's, like we've done all of it already. It just, yeah, it feels cheap that he's coming back yeah, it this feels year. Like my heart got crapped on. That's what it feels like. A little bit. And I've even grown to like Tom way more than I did back in the day. Mm-hmm. This last like few years in Tampa, but I'm just I'm ready for something new. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, if he wins the Super Bowl, it'd be like, oh god. Oh, just listening to like Aaron Andrews gush about him. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just he's a great player. Obviously, it's just it's just boring. At I'm this just point. bored with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we're I think a lot of us are at this point, but I already know the tweets will see that opening game from the box when they make the playoffs. 
wow, a 45 year old just made the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think we're I don't think we're talking about this enough. I know. It's, no, we we are. <laughs> we've talked about it plenty. 20 years we've been talking about this almost. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm not excited about that. And then we'll be gushing all over him that first game he announces too. Oh yeah, yeah. I told you this. Like the very first after the very first quarter of his first announcing, there'll be tweets of like. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, greater than Tony Romo. It took Tom Brady one quarter of announcement yeah, to be yeah. better than Tony Romo. It's He's gonna have one little sound bite that goes viral. Yeah, I think we're just at the point where we're all just enabling him. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe oh, that's yeah. the right word. He's probably listening to this and it's like, okay, I'll take notes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> we'll give him some motivation. But it just feels like, I don't know. I get he's deserved all this. He's worked hard. He's done everything the right way. Not not a lot of blemishes <laughs> the right way. on his career, but it's just enough is enough with the slobber fest. Oh yeah, and then he'll like he'll make like a Deflate Gate joke. I bet he makes a Deflate Gate joke. Yeah, yeah. Because well, usually ball, usually yeah. his humor is self deprecating. He usually doesn't go like the I'm the goat route. It's usually like self deprecating. Like maybe I think that'll be the first joke. He makes that corner. like the refs will be checking the ball. He's like, oh, they're checking to see if it's deflated. He's I like, know from extreme experience. Like, well, yeah, that air pressure looks good in that ball. I'm like, yeah, like that. Yeah, all this joke or like a tuck rule. I bet he does a tuck rule thing his first season. Oh yeah, he kind of already has, but yeah, he definitely he, he just did on TikTok mm-hmm. with the Justin Bieber trend or whatever. But I guarantee you, I'm putting that right now. I'm putting that out right now. The first season Tom Brady commentates, he will make a tuck rule joke at some point. And I'm gonna say a deflate gate joke. Yeah, I think he does both. Yeah, that's gotta be. Oh, or if if I sort of fucking god, if he commentates on a game and one team goes up twenty eight to three, yes. I am turning. I am turning that game fucking <laughs> off. I am not listening to it. Yeah. I won't do that it. Will be bad. Yes, I yeah, do really. Good. I hope he commentates uh, soon enough that we get to hear him commentate a Bill Belichick game. I think that would be kind That'd of fun. Be cool. Yeah. Hold on here. Let me do quick research. Yeah. We got Skip Bayless's age pulled up. 2023 Patriots opponents. Do we think we'll know him by now? Oh, yeah. They they know him, but they just don't know, like, when or no. what. Oh, that's right. Oh, there we go. 2022 through 2024. We'll predict. So it'll be a Fox game. So it'll be an NFC Are matchup. The Are they playing the Bucs? Are they playing the Bucs? They've, NFC South, uh, NFC North. This is 2023? Yes. All right. So it'll be, so at Dallas, they'll probably do that game. So there is a small chance NFC South TV because it'll be like the uh, it's like seeded. rankings, yeah. yeah. So there's a small chance, twenty five percent chance that the Bucks will play the Patriots in twenty twenty three. If that <sighs> happens, Tom Brady is going to announce that game, hundred yes. percent. And there will be so many fucking cheeky remarks from Kevin Burkhart, like, "Hey, you're a place that you're familiar with. In fact, two places you're familiar yeah, with." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just there'll be, there'll be so many fucking subtle winks to the camera, so many light nods, just all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Makes me sick. Makes me want to throw up. It really does. And it's in Foxborough. Oh yeah. That TB, to be determined. Every time they do a game in Foxborough, they'd be like, "Tom, we're at a place you know pretty well." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've never been up here though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually, I'm I'm down watching on the field. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Commentators need to stop. <laughs> Just stop. Just silence. Yeah. Crowd noise. But they're not gonna. So let's create our own broadcast dream team. Let's do it. So we're gonna have a play-by-play guy, a color guy, and an on-field guy. They can be currently broadcasting. I, my, the three I picked are not currently doing that. I kind of see it as. Can they be dead or alive? Yeah, you can do dead. Okay. And we're gonna just do like we're creating our own network. Who would you create? So play-by-play, I would go. He's usually a color commentator, but I think Charles Davis would be a good play-by-play guy. I like Charles, but he talks too much. He just talks a little too much. For you me. think? Yeah. 
So Smart that, guy. that would be tough for play by play. Yes. So I, I like him a lot. I just think in between snaps, he does like one or two sentences too many. Okay. I'm like, okay, Charles, you can slow it down here. All right. I don't, I don't hate that. I think I'm just used to hearing about Madden and his voice sounds like so logical. Yeah, kinda. yeah. he's and very I think, smart. I think that's what goes well with a play by play commentator. You have to sound logical mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm going to go in the opposite direction. Okay. I'm going to go with John Madden for play by play. Play by play. Interesting. Or no, not play by play. You do him for color. color. I'll do a color. Yeah. You still think he's the goat? Yeah, goat. He's this the best. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with John Madden. Uh, for color, I'm going to go with someone who they're popular. <laughs> I should have done John Madden play by play. <laughs> you should. Just, just, just have a, hey, John, welcome back. Uh, you're alive again. A lot to catch you up on. First and foremost, you're play by play now. So reel it in a little bit, okay? You know what? I am going to go with John Madden play by play now. I think about just a throw, yeah, throw yeah. a wrench in there. Yeah. I like putting people in uncomfortable situations. That's what I'll do. For color, I'm going to go with someone. They're popping a little bit on social media now, and I think they'd be a really good color commentator. I'd be shocked if the NFL hasn't already reached out to them, but I'm going to go with Jordan Palmer, Carson Palmer's That's a brother. Good one. I like his TikTok a lot. I, I think he, if he hasn't already been reached out to the, by the NFL, he should be. I think he's really good. That's a good one. I think I like he'd be that. a really good. He's got a really good analysis about like every quarterback in the league. Yeah, because he's worked with so many of them. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to go him for my color commentator. My color will be Booger. I think Booger? Bo- I think Booger and John Madden would re- meld really well together. I do think Booger was not given a fair shake. They had him on the Booger mobile. They should have just threw him in the booth right away. Yeah, Jason. I don't know how Jason Witten managed to snag that spot. I think they just wanted a cowboy because Romo had just gotten hired. Yeah. And it worked so well. And they thought that would work. They rubbed the genie bottle. Poor Jason. I still feel I feel bad that like the way he got treated in that booth like by, by the fans and stuff. Jason, he, Jason was pretty bad. He was bad, but he was getting he got bullied back into playing football. <laughs> he straight up went back and played for the Raiders. Yeah, he didn't, didn't play bad either. And he kept saying like, oh, yeah, the competitive juices are just flowing. I need to get back out there. No. Yeah, that is not what happened. You got embarrassed so bad and ESPN didn't want to fire you because you just got like a five year contract. Mm hmm. So you had a conversation with them. Yep. And then do you remember how his season ended? Breaking the Pro Bowl trophy? Oh, I kind of remember he, he that. Like, he like tried to hand like Mahomes the Pro Bowl trophy and it broke. And then he's like, oh, uh. And Mahomes is like, oh, shit. He goes, oh, here. It just hands him like half the trophy. <laughs> it was the most sad ending to that Poetic career. ending. It was a little poetic, mm. but it was rough. And then for my on-the-field analyst, I'm going to go. She's probably my favorite personality in all of sports, Joy Taylor. Mm. she's on the herd yeah, she's good she's really good i think she's really smart i think i honestly think she could even she does color commentary for the amazon broadcast right now on thursday night football okay so even like reducing her to on field row i think she could do better than that but i just want her a part of the broadcast in fact i'll say she's a co-color commentator rather than oh, wow. on the field so three three person booth then yeah i'll go with that because okay. i think she's really good so you have no silent reporter still now just have the players yell out oh, what they're talking about. You could do like a Saragusa thing. Remember like Tony Saragusa would be on the sidelines announcing? Oh, yeah, that's right. So you could probably do that with Yeah, Joy. I'd do that with Joy. She'd be like an on the field. What's she happening? She could still like do opinions and stuff, but mm-hmm. just chime in more regularly than the typical like Aaron Andrews or Michelle Tafoya would. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I'm going to go with Pam Oliver. Sorry. I like her a lot too. Yeah. I think she's so underrated. Yeah, I think she's great. And I hate that she got bumped for Aaron Andrews for like the main Fox broadcast years ago. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't like that. A Maybe lot. NBC will pick her up now that Michelle Tafoya is going oh, yeah, full, she, like, right wing yeah. crazy, kind of. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I just, I've always like, respected Pam Oliver. I do too. I, th- I do think she got the boot, kind of, for Aaron Andrews, which kind of sucked. Yeah, I, I felt like I was unnecessary. 
little bit. Yeah, let's get her back out there. All right, so those are our broadcast dream teams Mm -hmm. coming to a stadium near you once Tom Brady's 10-year contract runs up in (laughs) 2053 at this rate. I've heard that joke so many times. What? Oh, he's going to play for another decade now. Ah, I'm sorry. Annie Agar over here just (laughs) recycling content. (laughs) Yeah. Let's hope she doesn't hear this. All right, NFL schedule comes out tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Holy shit. Someone just texted. One of my friends just texted me saying she's having a baby. Sorry. That threw me off. Oh, completely. my God. That threw me Congratulations. Off. You're to uncle? her. What? You're an uncle? No, it's not, it's not. It's an old work friend. Oh, okay. But holy shit. You didn't think she would get a baby at some point? Oh, uh, she mean? just got married last June. Okay. So you, you think she's moving a little too fast or what? No, it's just completely throwing me off. I'm like, holy shit. This person I know is having a baby. That's okay. crazy. Sorry. You never, met, you never met anybody that had a baby or what's going on? Not really my age yet. Okay. Like directly my age. Gotcha. So, so that's, that's why it's shocking for you. A little bit. So congratulations to her. I She definitely doesn't listen. <laughs> but NFL schedule comes out tomorrow. It's the last kind of big event before training camp starts in the NFL offseason. Mm-hmm. But I think it's honestly my favorite. It's exciting. I always go through and like look up certain matchups like Thursday night football, Sunday night football. Because especially if I know I have like a trip coming up or like I'll be doing something around that time. I'm like, oh, it'll be the Thursday night game when I'm at the bar on the road for yep. a road trip or something like that. Yeah. I always just like that for some reason. So we're going to predict the opening Thursday night game, the opening America's game of the week. I don't know if I told you about that one. Oh, you didn't. The op- well, the I'll op- figure something out. Yeah. The opening Sunday night football game. And then I have the first Thursday night football game, not the opening one, but sure. like the first one to debut Thursday night football. Okay. So opening Thursday, I think we're both in agreement of what this will be. I think we're both thinking Cowboys at Rams. I'm thinking that one. I think so, too. I just think it's because the thing is the NFL doesn't like to burn their really, really good games early. They like to kind of keep those throughout the season because the Rams, they could do it against like the Broncos. That's been they're doing that for Christmas. Um, The Bills, I think. One thing about the Christmas thing that that really sucks for the NBA that that's happening. That's right. I know. That's Goodell literally saying fuck you yeah. to the NBA. Yeah, that's that bad. that's gonna destroy any NBA game. Mm. That Broncos Rams game. Yeah, that that sucks for the NBA. I I yeah I agree. I don't think they should have done that. I think they they should give the NBA Christmas still. But I guess it is a competition at this point. You know, everybody's at home. They, they they're treating it like Thanksgiving, obviously. Yeah. So I mean, they're, I think they're gonna stay doing that because they played games on Christmas this year too. Mm-hmm. I think they're just they're going for Christmas. I think, <laughs> going for I think, all of them. I think they do want them all. <laughs> Fucking them Labor Day, <laughs> Thanksgiving, Labor Day. Halloween, Arbor, Arbor Day, Christmas, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, Veterans Day. They're gonna have them all. So mm-hmm. I think we both agree Cowboys at Rams just makes sense. It was the opening Sunday night game in 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. SoFi was opening up. Yes. And like Jerry like pulled some strings to be the first team that Oh yeah. There. And they always try and get the Cowboys either that Thursday or that Sunday. My only thing with that, I think that's what'll happen, but I have some doubts because the Cowboys opened the the year last year against the Bucks. Yeah, but does anyone besides like fans like us remember that far back? I don't know. And I don't know if the NFL cares either. Yeah, and I think that's a good game because the only other option would have been either a divisional game or 
maybe the Bills, but I think Bills Rams is such a good game. They're going to push that back to later in the year. And I think it'll definitely be a Sunday night game. And the Cowboys are one of those teams. You kind of got to get them on primetime early because their season always <laughs> goes one or two ways. They're either really good or really bad. Get them, get them. Early. You got to get, yeah, you got to get the Cowboys are typically on pretty early. And I actually don't hate that the Cowboys play the first game every year. I don't either. Because it gives us presumably so it gives us very easy fodder for that first Monday. Like, oh, Cowboys are still Cowboys. I guarantee you they will barely lose this game against the Rams. I think the the line will be Rams minus three and there'll be some sort of Cowboys blunder. And yeah, that's what happened last year in the opener. That was such a weird game came down a last second field goal. Yep, that's right. So that feels like decades ago that game. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So I think, yep, Rams at Cowboys, I think we're both in agreement. I think that's what I'm most confident with for sure. And that's what Skip Bayless hopes for too. Yeah, just so he can say, we defeated the the reigning Super Bowl champions <laughs> or we played them really well, depending yeah. on how it goes. This team has heart. 100%. I am back on the Cowboys bandwagon because <laughs> he's off. He said he declared he was off it after the playoff game last year. <laughs> I'm still listening to them a little bit. I'll just be honest. All right. Uh, Opening America's Game of the Week. This will be weird. It'll be Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. Apparently, he's I like Greg. I do too. He's pretty good. Um, I think this is where they're going to put the Packers in somewhere. Yes, I think it's going to either be the two options I saw were either Packers at Bills or Patriots at Packers. Packers at Vikings. I think I think that's an option too. That'd thought, be sick. I I honestly would not be surprised if they get a Packers Vikings Week One. That would I would be bricked up for that one. I think it would be fun. I think it would probably be in Green Bay. Yeah. Also, I did check since the schedule is coming out. I did check the Packers do only have eight home games, just About like everyone fucking else. time. But it does always feel like that. But if you look at their home game schedule, cupcake. Okay. You're talking about strength of schedule, correct? Yes. Strength of schedule is overrated. I think so, too. I think it's timing is more important than opponents. Because if you look at, I did some research today. Okay. 2020 NFL playoffs. Hold on. Sorry, I'm typing. You're good. Take your time. Let's see the teams. Hold on, hold on. Colts didn't make the playoffs this year from 2020. Seahawks didn't make the playoffs. Washington didn't make the playoffs. Nope. Ravens didn't make the playoffs. Browns didn't make the playoffs. The Bears definitely didn't make the playoffs. Yep, Browns didn't make the playoffs. Steelers didn't make the playoffs. Steelers made the playoffs this year. They got shit-rocked by the Chiefs. They they snuck in, remember, because the Colts lost their game. But, like... We always like, oh, they're playing five playoff teams this next up- upcoming season. They're at least three or four of the playoff teams every year do not really deserve to be there. They just kind of like at least two. Right. Two playoff teams usually do not like deserve to be there. And they usually have a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. At some point, they like win less two like two games less. There's always the brain drain. Coaches right. and coordinators move around. Exactly. Stuff so like, like when people are talking, like especially right now. Like strength of schedule and everything means nothing. It means shit. I agree completely. And like when and people bitch like, oh my god, a divisional our divisional opponent has so much easier schedule than us. It's like you're not gonna know that. There's like so many variables with injuries and like like you said, brain drain, all that. Yep. And it's hard to recreate magic like that too. Yeah, I mean, are we even like 100 percent certain like the Bengals will make the playoffs again? Stuff like that. I There's mean, we've so- seen multiple Super Bowl hangovers. Yeah. I mean, and like they were extremely healthy last year too. And there's always a team that is in fourth place in their division that makes it to first place. Yes. That always happens. Yes. A so, complete turnaround. Exactly. So like strength of the schedule is stupid. I agree completely. Yeah. Because especially the like the NFC East, they shuffle the playoff team every single year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I think you take it with a more than a grain of salt. A big grain of salt, like the biggest piece of salt you can see. Yeah. Look up the Packers' home opponents this year. I want you to be 
angered <laughs> by how much of a cupcake schedule they have at home this year because it it's true. They just somehow every year it feels like they play more home games than everyone. I think it's just because they're on national TV for like every home game. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. But who do, one second. Okay. who do we got? We got the Bears, Lions, Vikings, Giants, and London. So they did lose a home game. So they Thank technically God. have one less home game. That's great. Rams, Cowboys, Patriots, Jets, Titans. Pretty average. I guess it's not a cupcake. But So here's the thing with the Packers. They'll probably get like three straight home games between like November and December. That's usually, yeah. That's usually what happens. They usually start off with like three at home and then like end with three at home. And like... The Cowboys and Titans will be coming to Green Bay in December. Yeah, like Southern don't Southern for that like that like team. Saturday game, random Saturday. Yeah, game at the end so of the they'll, year. they'll get like people that aren't used to cold weather come up there during the winter season. Yep, and then they'll end the season with the Bears and Lions. <laughs> yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Yeah. So congrats to the Packers on another NFC North championship. Might as well. No, we'll no, I'm, no, another fifty dollar bet. Double, or, we'll double, double or nothing. Yeah, feeling good about the Vikes already. Yeah. All right. I don't hate it. All right. Opening Sunday night football game. Is there any ones you had circled? I kind of thought Bengals Steelers. Okay. I think that's a spicy matchup. I do think an AFC team will be in it. I don't know about the Steelers. I was just thinking like a divisional opponent because Steelers have like a lot of new coaching or not like it's a new look. Coaching. New look. Yeah. Yeah. Pick it. And the Steelers are still a big market. Yeah. And it's a rivalry game. So I think they might go that route with the Sunday night game. I don't hate that. I am going to think. I think they're going to get Tom Brady in there. Mm. I think we're, I think we, I mean, we talked about it earlier, but I think we're all still kind of forgetting how big of a storyline it was that Tom Brady came out of retirement. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to do that. And I think it's going to be either Bengals at Bucks. I think, I think the NFL is going to try and ride this Bengals thing out a little bit. Especially and I think, early. yeah, do it early. See, yes. see if they're that light about that life. There's kind of comparisons between like uh, Joe Burrow and Tom Brady a little bit. Ooh. Uh, so I think Bengals at Bucks is my number one choice. Or I, I think that's too big of a matchup. I don't, see. I don't think it is. I don't think the Bengals are a marquee matchup like the Bills would be, or something like Their that. Their stock is very high right now. Exactly. Yeah. So I think they would do it now. Either that, or I think they might just go for it and do, and then do Chiefs at Bucks because the Chiefs go to mm. Tampa this year too. Mm. That'd be a spicy one. I could do that. They also the Bills play at the Chiefs again. I think that's way too big of a matchup to have right away. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's be like a Week Five game. Yeah, like give it a month into the season. Like, because there's always that initial wave. NFL's back, but usually dies out around late September, early October. And that's when I gave us, uh, they gave us this year, they gave us Tampa versus New England mm-hmm. to fill up that slot. Yeah. That's they true. usually do the biggest game of the year, like week five, week six. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to blow your load all at once. Yeah. So I think they save Chiefs Bills for that. Okay. Because I think that'll be the best game of the season, probably. Yes. A lot of spicy matchups. There's a lot. There always are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think it, my bet is Bengals at Bucks because I think they're going to ride that Burrow stock while it's high. That's a good one. I think the Bengals will have all their national games the first two months of the year. Yeah, and I think the NFL knows that. Okay, they not lucky, but they kind of overperformed a little bit. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Yeah. And they just don't have as many like marquee names. They got Burrow and Chase, and that's kind of about it. Right. So I think they'll get that on the way. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they just want Mahomes in week one so they do Chiefs at Bucks. But I think it'll be Bucks for sure. Okay. And we're sort of in agreement with the Bengals. Yeah. Okay. I think so too. And then I don't know if you picked one for the first Thursday night game of the year. Like the the second Thursday night game. Yep. Yeah. The, like premiering Thursday night football. I feel so fucking confident about this one. And it's not a matchup you would think. What is it? Broncos at Seahawks. 
Ooh. I am so confident that that'll be it. That's a good one because I'll be Amazon's first Thursday night game. Yep, Amazon, Washington. That's like a thing, right? They're connected. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Be- or Bezos like owns like the Washington Post. I think oh, that's yeah, where yeah. I'm getting that connection. Okay, I got you. That the Seahawks, there's always a good Thursday night games in Seattle mm-hmm. because it's on the West Coast. I feel like every the last few years, there's always been, they usually do Rams Seahawks as a Thursday night game. Yep. But I think they're not going to care that much this year about that. But Russell Wilson going back to Seattle, do that right away. Especially because same thing, Seahawks are going to suck the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Stock is still high. They'll be like zero and one at that point. Yeah, and Amazon wants a good matchup for their first exclusive broadcast, or at least just one they can talk about. So I think Russell Wilson going back to Seattle, just get that out of the way now. No one's going to care about that game in December. Mm-hmm. So I am that. I'm actually more confident. I'm not more confident than the Cowboys Rams matchup, but I'm very very confident that that is the first Thursday night game. Okay. I was looking at schedule predictions earlier, and someone said that's going to be the first Sunday night game. I don't think that has enough firepower for that. I hope not. I, that would just be weak, I think. Yeah. That's why I think it's perfect for a Thursday night game, because that's people will just one. be tuning in just because it's Thursday night football. Yeah, and Sunday night, yeah, that's kind of a weak Sunday night game. There's only, like, one good storyline with that. Exactly. It's literally just Pete Carroll versus Russell Wilson. Yeah, and that's about it. So I feel very confident about that. I wish I could bet on that, because I could not be more sure of myself right now <laughs> i actually don't have one for the next, that second thursday night game it's usually a very random matchup so i i think yeah i think it'll either be like fucking texans jaguars or it chiefs won't be game. that bad they'll start off hot maybe i could see like a chiefs chargers something like that yeah or it's just some sort of afc west divisional matchup because mm-hmm. any four of those would be good or like a bills patriots game may, might be a good one that's not bad, actually. I like that, That's too. That's a safe one to do. Bill's Patriots has legs kind of whenever, but it's not like you're not blowing your load again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to use lack of a better word. I don't think it'll be an NFC North matchup. I was trying to think of that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I think I think they'll start off on the West Coast, though, because those usually do better for some reason. It seems that way. Yeah. It's all over the place. But it wouldn't be the Rams. Maybe it'd be like Niners Seahawks. I wouldn't be surprised about Ooh. that. Or Niners Cardinals. Ooh. I, I can see either of those. I kept trying to find where the Cardinals fit in there because I keep thinking they're going to be a big, like, primetime team this year, but I, I don't know. I don't think they get more than, like, three primetime games. Probably not. I think you're right. Yeah, somewhere in that area. And they all, because they'll, they'll, they'll crush in September if we know anything about the Cardinals. How fun would that be to make the schedule, like, to be in that room? Kind of sounds like hell, honestly. <laughs> like, they do little documentaries about it every year, and it, they go through, like, I think they go through, like, 500 variations of it just to try and figure it out. Because then you guys are, like, thinking, like, oh, we don't want to fuck this team over. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this, oh, this team has travels a shit ton. Did you see the Steelers don't leave the Eastern time zone this year? Really? Yeah. Wow. They travel the least amount out of any team, and the Seahawks, as always, travel the most just because they're the furthest away. Huh. But, yeah, the Steelers do not leave the Eastern time zone all year. The farthest they travel is, like, Baltimore. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Huh. I didn't know that. So buy, st- st- buy yeah. Steelers sock, I would say. Yeah, bet on the Steelers. Holy cow. Did not know that. I, w- I do wonder what their win-loss over-under is at right now because that, that would be smart to take the over. Mike Tomlin, I don't think he's ever had a losing season. Right. Yeah. And anything's going to be an upgrade over Big Ben. Yeah, exactly. So. Is, do we think Pickett's going to start right away? Mm, I don't think so. I don't either. I, I think it'll be Trubisky. And I think Trubisky will play well right away. I do too. I think he's got something to prove. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for him too. I yeah, always like well. I always like Trubisky. Mm-hmm. All right, you got anything else to add before we send these puppies home? Um, if I you suppose. see any tweets that say like schedule leak, don't look at them. It's great to just get it all at once. 
Try not to get leaked. It's happened to me. Did, a couple you times. got leaked. I, yeah, you I, saw the I know Thanksgiving the, games. I know the entire Thanksgiving schedule. What is it? I'm not saying it. Why not? Because I forgot it halfway. Wasn't uh, I think you said Cowboys Bengals. Cowboys Bengals. Bill. There was a really good night game. Bills Ravens. Bills Ravens. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that. I think that's a leak. I keep forgetting about the Ravens. The Ravens. Will, I promise you. I don't know why. I'm promising you right now. The Ravens will be on Sunday Night Football in Week Two. I feel like they're Ooh, always in that dude. first three weeks. The Ravens are on Sunday night football. I can see that. It's a great night football environment. Yes, I agree. And I always do it right, right away. I, I swear they've been on Sunday night football in the first month of the season every year. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that logic. Again, yeah. just one of those weird things in my head. No, but I get those too. Enjoy the schedule release. Bet on Cowboys at Rams. And I cannot wait to say I told you so about Broncos at Seahawks Thursday night football. First one of the year. You're going to be eating those words. You think? You're going to be eating crow. It's just going to be a rant. Yeah, it's going to end up being like Colts Falcons, like <laughs> Matt Ryan's return to hey, Atlanta. That's not a bad one. I think they actually do play each other. There was, yeah, there was one other. I think it was uh, maybe, honestly, you know what else it could be? Hmm. Washington at Philly. Wentz goes back to the Eagles. Maybe. Oh, booed the fuck out. That might be it. <laughs> fuck. No, I'm, I'm sticking with Broncos Seahawks. You heard it here first maybe so, so we got we got one more question for you all right what do you got what's better schedule leak day or opening day schedule leak day <laughs> more per, more possibilities i get more optimism yeah you just go through like the whole season in your head week you can only focus on week one at a time but you go through the entire season you tally up wins and losses oh, i do that right away we, yeah we'll do that on the podcast next week we'll go through and give our prediction for every team's record team. <laughs> be tough. Or, or at least just like we can just go through like division standings or whatever let's just do that yeah because i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck up records then yeah well <laughs> We'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll have to go through and count win, loss, yeah. win, loss, win. Well, loss. that doesn't make sense because they have this minute. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it Every out. Every team goes like 15 and We'll five. come with our next week will be our way too early NFL 2022 Yeah, predictions. We'll, we'll pick the Super Bowl winner too. Yeah, next I like week. that. We'll yeah. go through the playoffs. We'll do it yeah, all. That sounds yeah. fun, actually. Yeah. All right. Thanks for bearing with us during the offseason. Uh, have a great week. Goodbye. Goodbye.